Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 536. And you too in Rock 102. Hey, it's uh, icy out there. Be very careful. Mostly cloudy. Pretty windy, too. Gusts up to 40 miles an hour later today on a high of 27. Tonight, clear to partly cloudy. Low of 13 for tomorrow. Mostly cloudy. A little bit warmer. High of 42. It's currently 26 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Sad to say, we'll be talking about Patriot football later on today with Scott Cohen. So that won't be the happiest conversation we've ever had with the guy. But how high are your expectations going into it, really? There's that. Plus... Today, we also give you the first uh, code word for Code Word Alexa, your chance of winning an Amazon Echo Dot coming around 7.50 this morning, plus some other good stuff, too. Uh, Steve Nagel is off today. Dave Coons from Laser 99.3 is sitting in, probably for the remainder of the week, and a whole lot of other stuff coming up. It's 5.37 on Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Join me Monday afternoon. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 549 and Guns N' Roses on Rock 102. Shed a tear because I'm missing you. Fill out the next line. You got it? Uh, Because I have been strung out in heroin all day. (laughs) Still all right to smile. I say that because there's a new book out with misheard lyrics. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so... uh, that's like, you know, typically I'm not a big, uh, I don't remember any lyric. I, I literally have to look it up yep. if I'm if I'm desperate. Same way. I'm, I'm like, uh, I, I like the way a song sounds, but I don't pay attention to the words. I was <laughs> always criticized by my wife for that. Like, you know, oh, you don't really know the words. You're, you know, you're, you're. You like a song, you got to know what the words mean in no, order to I, like. The, and I said, no. I no, don't. you got to tell your your wife. Listen, I not only don't listen to the lyrics, I'm hardly listening to anything you're telling me. <laughs> That's right. What were you just saying? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you did you have a point here? Uh, this new list, by the way, is uh, out on Mashable and Bon Jovi's "Living on a Prayer" is one of the new ones they have on here. It doesn't make a difference if we're. Uh, doing heroin with the guys from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people think it doesn't make a difference if we're naked or not. Ah, there no, you go. It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. All right, let's uh, see here. What do you say we hop right into some Hollywood trash with Dave Coons filling in for Steve Nagel and Rock 102? All right, well, speaking of music, as long as we started there with Guns N' Roses, uh, there's a list of uh, 10 bands who set world records recently or in the n- recent past. Uh, it's an interesting list. Metallica became the first band to play on all seven continents in one year in 2013. But they're old enough to be incontinent in all seven of them. <laughs> well, it's true. And there's a drug for that. Uh, Kiss, during their Kiss 2020 Goodbye live stream in Dubai, apparently set the record for the highest flame projection in a concert at 115 feet high. They should also set a record for the longest farewell tour in history yeah well they're just gonna keep doing it i don't see reasons why they just keep can't can't keep coming at us here uh pearl jam has the most live tracks released in one week last year they put out a digital archive called deep with 5,404 live songs compiled over a span of 14 years of touring pearl jam who the hell's listening to all of that i, I have no idea but at, at some point i'd say within the first two or three hundred you're saying i think i need to listen to something else and, and, and no, no, just you know, disrespect to right, Pearl Jam. And right. just saying, at some point you gotta well spread out a little bit. <laughs> and at one point the quality probably drops. At some point, 
along the line there at like a thousand, twelve hundred, you know, thirteen hundred, three thousand songs. Somewhere there's a drop off in quality, right? <laughs> at some point, you just got to say enough is enough. Uh, the band with the record for the most songs featured in video games for a metal band. What do you think? Most songs featured in video games for metal. For, for metal? Yes. I'll say Metallica. Iron Maiden holds that record. All right. Fair enough. On to the rest of the news. Scream is winning the Martin Luther King Long Weekend Holiday Weekend at the box office because the final results aren't in yet. We'll have those later today. But Scream projected with a four-day gross of $34 million, enough to dethrone Spider-Man No Way Home. I'm so dialed in and didn't even realize it was a new Scream movie. I, You know, I've seen the ads for it, and I thought the same thing. I thought, what, are they just regurgitating the old stuff there? I, I've seen the, the trailers, but I don't. I didn't watch the first one, so I don't really care. See, I think I, I, think I uh, remember watching the first one, but after that, I just I let it go. I moved on to and, other things. And Spider-Man? Have you seen the new Spider-Man? No. I have not either. Uh, Scream's three-day domestic weekend gross, an estimated $30 million. I haven't been to a theater since the pandemic, and I know I'm not alone in that, but you know, some people are going. I'm not among them. Same for me. The new Bradley Cooper movie, Nightmare Alley, has seen a lot of trailers on TV. Have you seen for those there? Yep. Yep. He was naked on set for six hours while shooting his full frontal scene for Nightmare Alley. He said the whole thing was pretty heavy for him. But he also said, quote, the content of what the movie is was what we were exploring. In order to do it in a real way, it demanded that We'd be naked emotionally and soulfully. Have you uh, noticed? And this is, you know, there's nothing wrong with this. Is not much uh, body shaming at all, mm-hmm. but a preponderance of full, full frontal shots on dudes in <laughs> movies and TV shows now. Yeah, I noticed that as well. I'm seeing a lot of it. Not like I'm looking for it. I'm just seeing a lot of it. Just like an advertising in a way, maybe for their personal lives. Say, hey, this is what I got. In case they, I'm single. I think you know me well enough. Uh, for me to say this, I am uh, I am uh, very much into equality, mm-hmm. you know. And, and as for every full frontal dude shot there is in the movies, right. I think that women should have the same opportunities. And I don't see nearly enough. Yeah, and I think when guys do it, it's a lot more revealing. I mean, because it's like hanging right there. I mean, well, just, you don't I, see the the genitalia of a woman. You see. You know, some well, pubic I'm, hair. What you, I'm just afraid of, Dave, uh, is that men are being objectified sexually. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, we're more than just pieces of meat. You know, we're human beings with emotions and and uh, and feelings. And then to be, you know, cast aside like we're nothing but sexual objects, I personally find to be very, very offensive. More naked chicks. I'm, I'm with you. Well, at least balance out the playing field. It seems to be imbalanced. You're right. Hopefully we can put a stop to that. I mean, is that wrong? Am I wrong? No. Am I off, if I am I off base here, I don't. I don't think so. No, I used to see uh, all sorts of highlights of photos of uh, naked women in Playboy. That pictorial at the end of the year had like the year in cinema. Yeah, and it was all great stuff. I mean, I used to look forward to. I didn't even realize there were articles in that magazine. <laughs> well, the, the, these articles were full of pictures. SoFi Stadium was the site of last night's playoff game between the Rams and the Cardinals, which wasn't much of a game, but they did open their gates at 3 p.m. Thursday morning last week for a panel featuring the Super Bowl 
stakeholders, because, of course, that's where the Super Bowl is going to be in just a couple of weeks at right. LA's, LA's SoFi Stadium. They were offering an update on the state of affairs for the big game because, of course, COVID's going on, and they just wanted to let the public know everything is okay. We're going to have Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium, and we're prepared and ready to go. Uh, no shortage of optimism flowing from the stage from the stakeholders. Despite an uninvited guest whose shadow continues to hang over the festivities, uh, seemingly ominous enough that the panelists didn't even mention COVID-19 by name while, really? while addressing these health issues. The disease, that, which we shall not talk <laughs> to, about. To, to be named later, right? So anyway, we'll be looking forward to hopefully Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium. Joe Walsh of the Eagles will appear on TV tomorrow night. He'll be a guest on ABC's The Connors Show. No kidding. Yeah. You know, he's been sober for like 20 years. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I just thought he was uh, continued to be a burnout. Turned out he he, uh, he cleaned his act up pretty well. Uh, except for the fully frontal show, naked pictures. That oh, be out of- <laughs> Nobody needs to see that. No, I'm just kidding. That, that is definitely not happening. Uh, John Mellencamp releasing his 25th album. I think we talked about this. That comes out uh, later this week on Friday. Strictly a one-eyed jack from John Mellencamp this Friday, for those of you looking to get uh, a release of that. That's Friday? Yeah. I always thought Tuesday was the day where the, the new music came out. I wonder if we changed that. It's always Tuesday. Really? Yeah, back in the 80s. Like, huh. if you wanted to go to a record store, Tuesday was the day that all the new junk came out. Huh. Don't know about that. Yeah, yeah. You'll figure. There's your Hollywood trash. I'm Dave Coombs filling in for Steve Nagel and John O'Brien with Bax on Rock 102. Pioneer Valley Arms in East Longmeadow is your one-stop shop for all your firearm needs, including mass LTC courses and Connecticut pistol permit classes. And if you're looking to sell a firearm, stop in and they'll make you an offer. Pioneer Valley Arms, Shaker Road in East Longmeadow, and PioneerValleyArms.com. If you're looking to work with... And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Blow with the king of snow. Get an errands at Rocky's. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Hey, great news, everybody. The New England Patriots are back. Unfortunately, they're back to those Rod Rust, Dick McPherson days of the early 90s where they used to play like straight-up garbage every single week. Remember those days? Boy, I sure do. Forget the fact that I may have mentioned something on Friday about Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen being terrible in temperatures below 32 degrees. What I failed to take into account was that the New England Patriots would be worse. And perhaps that is among the many reasons why the Patriots are blown out in a lopsided, gut-wrenching, nausea-inducing, wild-card ass-whooping, 47-17. Again, let me state this again, 47-17. Why, get a load of these statistics. Josh Allen, five touchdowns, 308 passing yards, no interceptions, no sacks. You got a windshield well below zero, and it was Josh Allen who was supposed to be ineffective in the cold? Not to put everything on Mac Jones because that wouldn't be fair, but what happened to the Patriots' defense? To me, it was as if they didn't even bother to make the trip and were magically replaced by Detroit or Jacksonville. Honestly, I don't think they've seen the Patriots this non-competitive since 1990 when they lost 14 straight. Now, you can make the case that their lack of pulse might have had something to do with a lack of preparation from Bill Belichick. In fact, the social medias were claiming that perhaps it's time for the man to go. Perhaps the game has passed him by. Perhaps those days of winning championships are now over. I would say 
That's nonsense. And so would Bill Belichick, who said he's not going anywhere. The problem lies in the fact that the Bills were just better. Like, much better. And in my mind, they actually did you all a favor. Because the fact of the matter is, you'd only wind up losing to Green Bay in the Super Bowl, and I'm not sure you folks are ready to handle something like that a second time. But hey, another of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. What's on sale at Rockies? That's at your fingertips at Rockies.com. And now at Rockies Ace Hardware app. Or you can go old school and pick up a sales flyer in any Rocky store. What's on sale? It's always at your fingertips at Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 611 and Rush on Rock 102. A brand new pinball machine in their honor out, by the way. A Rush pinball machine for those of you who are into that kind of thing. Are the, do the bumpers look like drums? I think, yeah. And I think it plays Rush songs as you're banging around on the inside of that thing. How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Coombs from Laser 99.3 is uh, filling in for Steve. He'll be out uh, for the remainder of the week. But there is football to talk about. We'll talk to Scott Cohen next hour. Yes. I know uh, I know you were out to visiting friends and watching football. Mm-hmm. I stayed in my toasty warm home looking at people freezing their ass off in Buffalo and thanking my lucky stars that uh, I was not among those people. By the way, Ian Eagle did uh, did wind up wearing that coat. The silver coat? It looked like he was baking a potato in that thing. <laughs> right. And uh, we did talk to him, obviously, before the game. And uh, he did a good job. I think he kind of like sent us out a little message during the game not quite sure but i think so i think yeah, he might have like of, kind of like the carol burnett thing where you know you tug at your eyelid or whatever tug at the, tug e- the, ear, the ear ear lobe yeah yeah no absolutely i think he, was, he did something I, in, in fact i think he was broadcasting the entire game just for us just thinking of of us from that interview can i can i just uh, stay uh sate uh, for the record um many people have asked me uh why i am not uh why i follow the green bay packers mm-hmm. as opposed to the New England Patriots, having right. grown up so close to Foxborough. Yep. Um, you have, I, I'm kind of a, a product of the time. you got to remember back uh, in my youth, when, in, uh, when I was a young boy, mm-hmm. uh, the Patriots were an awful, awful football team. I, I know that many of you youngsters don't remember how awful. It, I mean, you can read the history books, you can look on the internet mm-hmm. and try to imagine what it's like to look at just god-awful football season after season, long before Bill Belichick ever stepped foot in Foxborough as a head coach. And uh, it just so happened that uh, there weren't a whole lot of people that were on the Patriots bandwagon in 1975. So wait a minute. So I know you went to college at Marquette, in Wisconsin, yeah. near the Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. did you become a Packers fan before you even went that way for college? Then is that what you're admitting to us right now that you no, became I, a, a Packers fan in your youth? The story really is: you go back to uh, the Super Bowl where the uh, the Patriots faced the Chicago Bears. And, okay, you know, I, I'm like I'm, I'm the only guy supporting the Patriots mm-hmm. in a sea of Chicago Bears fans. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. I just seemed to gravitate towards people from Illinois mm-hmm. when I was in college. Okay. Good deal of my friends were all from the Chicago area. Gotcha. And uh, I bought a case of beer, which I refused to share with anybody. I had a Patriots t-shirt on. <laughs> I watched the game, and we looked great for all of 3.6 minutes. Yep. After that, it all fell apart. And at the end of it, I said, you know what? I don't love this team so much, but I'm willing to say, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. There's always next year. 
what I did instead was the following year, I went to uh, hang out with my Wisconsin and Green Bay fans. Yep. And they were terrible too. But yet they still supported them like they were uh, infected by a disease. So it just uh, you know, over the course of years, uh, there were almost no Patriots games televised and nothing but Green Bay uh, games televised and Green Bay Packer news 12 months out of the year. So by uh, by osmosis, I started to have an appreciation for Green Bay. And then they got really good. And then it wind up being this insidious type of thing to the point where I say, you know what? I could either follow the New England Patriots and be disappointed year after year, or I could follow the, the Green Bay Packers where everybody has an appreciation for their mediocrity. Yeah, but if you just stuck with the Patriots, you would have enjoyed more better years than the Packers during the course of your adult lifetime. And so what it came down to is there were losers that you hung out with from the Patriots side, and there were losers you hung out with from the Packers side, but you liked those Packers True. losers better than the Patriots but you, losers. But you do realize that a bulk of the time that I was out there were the early 90s, mm-hmm. back when Rod Rust was driving that team into the ground, and then Dick <laughs> McPherson wasn't doing much better, and it was just like they tended to just get worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse. Right. While Green Bay was getting better, I gotcha, and better. It's just you know, it's 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 a matter of the right place at the right time, mm-hmm. uh, and all the things that the radio stations I was working for were right. doing with the Packers. We were meeting the coaches, we're meeting the players. All of a sudden, it starts to make sense. Back when I was a kid, the closest I ever came to actually meeting a player Mm -hmm. was when I saw Steve Grogan play in a celebrity basketball game against the uh, teachers of Norton High School. Mm -hmm. Imagine how thrilling that must have been for a young man. I bet. Not so much. I spent a number of years, as you know, in New York State at uh, radio stations in Buffalo and Rochester and Albany and Syracuse and Utica, and... I didn't become a Buffalo Bills fan during the 20 years I was in upstate New York, even though I met Jim Kelly one time. I was doing a uh, promotion for the uh, boot store that he and Frank Reich co-owned together. They owned a boot store? They owned like a cowboy boot store. The way they got booted out of the Super Bowl four straight times? About that era. And I took a limo ride with those guys one night, hung out with them one night. They even gave me a pair of snakeskin boots that night from their boot shop. And yet I did not become a fan of the Buffalo Bills during that 20-year period. Wow, what a backstabbing bastard you were see, back then. See, but I was a you Rams were... fan. I was a Rams fan growing up. I'm I sorry? Li- I liked the swirl on the helmets when I was like, Eight years old. I'm sorry? Yes. You are a Rams fan? Yes. I'm just saying I'm sorry. I know. Um, okay, well, you know, the Rams had their, their time, mm-hmm. uh, but then they stopped having their time, and then they moved twice. But they're in it again. Yeah, no, they did. I got to tell you, though, uh, watching that Patriots game, mm-hmm. uh, with expectations that they were going to easily mow down the Buffalo Bills in cold weather, no. all those stories about Josh Allen uh, <laughs> stiffing in the cold, uh, it was maybe the worst game I've ever seen them play. Well, almost as bad as any other t- any other game ever. That jo- was awful. <laughs> Josh Allen obviously got his shipment of Viagra just in time to uh, perform well enough in that game against the cold weather. There, he got his feet working, the blood vessels were working, lots of Viagra. And by the way, uh, I was I don't know if it, I think I said this on the air on. Friday that I, I thought it would be fun to have a little drinking game and spot the number of shirtless frozen guys 
at the Buffalo. Did you see who was pictured shirtless and frozen? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Really? Was at that game shirtless and frozen, the former Bills and just about every other NFL team quarterback. You know, I've uh, I've I've had my share of cold days, and I've never felt compelled to take my shirt. I don't like taking my shirt off during a ninety degree day. Never mind one where it's like sub zero wind chills. I just can't, just can't imagine it. I was going to ask you because I mean, you've got that barrel chest. I mean, you could you could spell a lot of words on that chest of yours out uh, there. there this is not a barrel chest. <laughs> the the barrel is turned upside down. This is a beer gut from from that's that's dogged me since the, my my childhood. Well, you know the bottom line about that Bills Patriots game. I didn't expect that the Patriots were going to win. Even even though I'm I'm no longer really a I'm no longer any fan. I'm just sort of in the middle. I'm Switzerland when it comes to the NFL, and I didn't think the Patriots were going to be able to beat the Bills two out of three games. And let's face it, the Bills, lest anyone should forget, were preseason favorites to get to the Super Bowl. This was a team that was built to get to the Super Bowl. The Patriots were not. Well, I mean, I said last week that I wasn't convinced that the Patriots were going to walk out of this with a win. I said that to Zolak. I said that to Ian Eagle. Mm -hmm. You and I talked about it. I I didn't think that there was a chance that they were going to win. But I did think there was a chance that they would at least be competitive. Yeah. And they weren't. They were god-awful. And that defense, I don't even know what happened to them. You're right. They completely evaporated. Yep. That part of it was disappointing because we know that the Pats are not built to come from behind with the current makeup of the roster. No. But to hold the game competitive on the defensive side of the ball was a reasonable expectation. You know, there was all kinds of stories uh, over uh, over the weekend uh, written about whether or not, based on what you saw on Saturday night, whether Bill Belichick should continue being the coach of the uh, New England Patriots. Now, in in my estimation, Bill Belichick did a great job mm-hmm. this season, coaching a team that had no expectations of making the postseason whatsoever. In fact, if you recall, preseason, they thought that they were just going to be uh, missing out on the playoffs a second time in mm-hmm. a row. Yep. The fact that they got as far as they did, the fact that they won seven games a row, in a row with a rookie quarterback yep. that was drafted after they signed a bunch of free agents, you know, to me it shouldn't. It, I mean, it shouldn't be surprised that they uh, that they that, that they lost. It, it should be a surprise that they even got there. Yeah. If you told Bills uh, Pats fans before the season you're going to be ten and seven. You're going to go to the playoffs. I think everyone would have taken that preseason, right? Sure. And when it comes to Belichick, I think he's one of the guys who's never going to leave the game. I just think they're going to have to – he's either going to die on the sidelines or they're going to have to remove him like they did Bobby Bowden and a few other coaches at the highest levels of college football. He and Jim Beheim, the Syracuse basketball coach, yep. they're never leaving. They are so competitive. This is what they do. I don't see them ever leaving their, their coaching positions. Well, I, I also think that you know what you're going to see now, now that they know they've got a quarterback that they can support. Yeah. All the free agents they, they, they got, some of them are not going to be back. Mm-hmm. Some of them deserve to be back. But now they can start creating a team around what they have. And, and, and you know, what they do in this draft may be more important than what they did in the last draft. Sure. Because now they yeah. can start creating a team based upon their strengths and try to address some of their, their weaknesses. And I think that's why... Talking about Bill Belichick being replaced is nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's total I agree. nonsense. Everything that guy has done through the regular season has been a, a, a astounding. And I, I, and you can say, well, you know, he didn't wasn't prepared for the Bills. 
I don't know if I don't know. I can't give you reasons how they were so underprepared, how they were so non-competitive. All I know is at the at the end of the season they were starting to show mm-hmm. some wear and tear. But again, what did you expect? What were your expectations going in? They weren't going to win the Super Bowl. Nope. And they weren't going to even get to the Super Bowl. They got to the wild card game. That should be just about enough. And by the way, if you uh, forecast who's going to be available at number 21 when the Patriots choose in the upcoming NFL draft, I have two words. I don't care who's available, just wide receiver. (laughs) Wide Wide receiver. Guys for the secondary, and yes. then all of a sudden, now you're talking about maybe a, a different, a totally yes. different team. Yes. It's uh, 622.com. It's uh, 626 with Bax and Dave Coombs from Laser 99.3 and Rock 102. Highs near 30 today with sun and clouds and some gusty winds coming in until late afternoon. Uh, so last week, I had to uh, ask people to send in their jokes because uh, I'm not that good at uh, spending hours at a time looking for great ones. So. I may have to ask for another uh, bunch of them uh, for this week because I I, I'm, I was given like 70 different jokes. Mm-hmm. And the problem with the, uh, the 70 different jokes is a lot of them were terrible. And <laughs> well, I can't I can't claim that, th- you know, today's is any better. It, I mean, this one's terrible, but at least, you know, it's. It's passable. Well, I'm going to say, uh, terrible jokes never stopped you and John from doing one on the air of your own. No, you're absolutely right. And it was all on him because yes. I was not. I was the guy just re- re- reacting to the joke. <laughs> yes. That was it. That yep. was my job. So let's laugh. Tell me. Tell me what's funny. It's Bax and O'Brien's joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock 102. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Springfield's classic rock. So I went to the doctor the other day, and he said that I've got Tom Jones disease. Tom Jones disease? Tom Jones disease. And he said, oh, no, is that, I said, is that uncommon? He said, no. It's not unusual. Ha! Oh! Hey! Zing! Pow! Hey, we should play this whole tune right now instead of something from David Bowie, right? It's not unusual <laughs> to be loved by anyone. Yeah! No, I can't. I can't play the whole thing. Okay. Not because I've got the disease. <laughs> Green Love. 32 with uh, Back to Rock 102. It's time for news and filling in for Steve Nagel. Today is Dave Coombs from Laser 99.3. We got a bunch of stories out of Westfield where obviously lots of stuff is going on, including the Westfield Police Department bringing back its Citizen Police Academy. This is designed to give residents a glimpse into police work. After a three-year hiatus, in part due to the pandemic, the classes are free, and they take place Tuesday evenings from 6 to 9 p.m., and it goes on through April 12th. And according to the Westfield Police Department, anyone interested in taking the classes for an up-close and personal view of what it's like to be a policeman or a policewoman, they should reach out to e.hall at cityofwestfield.org, a limit of 15 slots for the class due to COVID-19. Now, uh, no Tackleberry, no Hightower, no uh, Steve Gutenberg of any kind? <laughs> no, I, uh, no, and no, that guy that makes all the annoying sounds in right. Police Academy, right? Yes, yes, that guy. Yeah, that guy, whoever he is. Forget his name. But no, none of that. Just good old-fashioned police work and down-to-earth police officers that you can interact with 
one-on-one and oh, find out what go. it's really like. There you go. I think it's a good thing. Meantime, after a year off due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the Amelia Park Children's Museum Penguin Plunge fundraiser in Westfield returning January 29th. In celebration of the museum's 25th anniversary, participants will either wade or swim through the frigid waters of Hampton Ponds to raise funds for the Amelia Park Children's Museum. I know my share of people who do this. Yeah. They're on their own on this. I, again, for the very same reason I don't take my shirt off in public is the very same reason I don't go diving into freezing cold temperatures in January. I just, uh, it's not my bag. Well, I I know people who do it who love it, they, and they do it every single year. But I got to be honest, just the amount of sh- shrinkage involved, I, I'm I'm not uh, up for the task. Shrinkage, I think they... <laughs> They recede. I don't. I think they not only shrink. I think they disappear. I think they go somewhere. Behind, I think they go behind your earlobes. <laughs> Takes a while to get them back into the normal position there. But uh, I, you know, I, I wonder if they've done a study on um, the dangers involved in this. I mean, I would think that for certain numbers of us at a certain age, you'd be in danger of uh, some sort of shock to the yeah, heart with ex- regard exposure, to exposure, hyperthermia. Yeah. I mean, those are uh, those are in the book for a reason. So anyway, the annual Penguin Plunge fundraiser going on January 29th. You could uh, seek that out in case you're interested in signing up. And I think you're supposed to raise a certain number of funds at the minimum in order to take part. No, I don't know if he's going to do it uh, this year, but former uh, Mayor Don Hummison always does this. Hmm. And and Don is a... uh, a burly fella, uh, poorly, but smart as a whip. And uh, he always does it uh, going in with a with a suit. Not oh, really? A, not a swimsuit, but like a like a like a business suit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you know he doesn't want, and I don't know what's under the business suit, but he's you know it's a tie, it's a jacket, uh, you know, a a, a pair of uh, of uh, of well tailored pants, thermal scuba diving gear, probably on I, underneath. I there. would, I would, for me, yep. there would absolutely have to be some sort of uh, some sort of diving suit. You're right, but he 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 goes in, he wades around, rolls around the water, comes back out, and uh, he does it for his love of of Westfield. Well, you're right. I think it's a ruse of some sort. I think that be, he wears the suit on purpose so that he can have some sort of protective undergarments underneath. Well, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a longtime politician. Mm-hmm. He was in the the state legislature for for forever and a day, and and then he was the mayor, and mm-hmm. you know he wants to support. Uh, support the hometown. Uh, I would not go that far. I would. Uh, I would stand maybe, uh, you know, by the car in the parking lot and wave to everybody as they head towards the side of the uh, the side of the pond. Nothing wrong with that. Also in Westfield, new friendlies nearing completion on East Main Street. It's being built to revitalize the friendlies operation. <sighs> when it opens next month. It won't be a traditional friendlies restaurant. With oh, because you may get your food in less than three hours? No, just the opposite. It's going to come quickly to you because the wait staff won't be normal. Folks will be ordering at the... Dave, ca- the wait staff isn't normal already. Yeah, but the service is going to be streamlined, Bax. Folks will order at the counter or from their table using their cell phones. Runners, then, directed by coded table tents mm-hmm. and the restaurant's sophisticated computer system will bring the food 
You'll also have four designated spots for third-party delivery and pickup. And it won't look like a normal friendlies either. It won't have the normal friendlies, what they call a cupola, a roof there. It's yeah. going to be a flat roof with new branding as, quote, friendlies cafe. And, and it won't be like uh, you'll have like uh, 25 people waiting desperately for their check to arrive. Uh, not only, yeah. And, and I've, I've, I've experienced long wait times just waiting at the counter, the walk up counter for an ice cream cone recently. So hopefully that will be alleviated well, it, as well. It's, it, listen, I, I know that friendlies is a is an institution around these areas but if you've ever you know ordered an ice cream cone by uh, from the uh, the person behind the counter and mm-hmm. they're looking at you like you've asked them something in a foreign language even though ice cream and cone is a pretty well understood uh you know bunch of words at friendlies uh, uh, you know it's no matter how you polish it, it's still going to be friendlies. Yeah, but we still we'd want friendlies to survive, being a local institution. So this is the way that they're trying to survive by streamlining the operation and presenting it as a friendlies cafe. Listen, these are the same people that took away the jubilee roll. They're not thinking straight. <laughs> so you're saying bring back the jubilee roll and everything will be fine, huh? Knowing friendlies, you wouldn't be able to get the holiday jubilee roll until sometime around August or May. Well, you're going to have to then, you're going to have to make do with the new Friendly's Cafe in Westfield. I suppose if it works there, we're going to see more of them springing up yeah, around okay, the area. we'll see about that. And as long as we're talking about ice cream and cold things, hey, if you're into adventure, why not move to Antarctica? Sure. Uh, but be prepared to leave your appendix behind. Because an appendectomy is one of the prerequisites for everyone to live in Villa Las Estrellas one of the two civilian settlements in Antarctica on the frozen King George Island. So whether you're an adult or a child, you've got to come there without your appendix intact because there apparently aren't facilities nearby. The closest hospital is 625 miles away, and they feel that people without appendixes, is that the right word? Right. Uh, will be prone to less problems that would require hospitalization. So my guess is if your appendix bursts, Mm -hmm. which is serious business, if if it bursts, you're not likely to get to the the hospital, which is 600 miles away, in time. Right, and plus they can just bury you in the ice at that point and (laughs) and be done with you because no one's going to discover you until... Probably 25,000 years later. See, I don't have my appendix anymore, but mm-hmm. I am no closer to going to Antarctica than I was if I had it. Oh, did you have the appendectomy or what? I had it when I was in the fourth grade. Really? Yes, I wow. did. Wow. Oh, yes. Explain that. I was in the fourth grade, and I had my appendix out. <laughs> Why? Because it was uh, very close to bursting. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was... Uh, I, well, it, the, the story goes, I was uh, I was not feeling so good. And uh, I don't know, my my parents didn't really believe that I was as sick as I uh, as I had been. Just Apparently, a little hypochondriac kid acting up again. No, I just think there was a pattern of me uh, acting out mm-hmm. certain hypochondriac type of you know uh, behaviors, mm-hmm. and so they 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 didn't think that I was nearly as sick. So my mother tells my grandfather. Could you just go take him to the pediatrician? I'm sure he's faking. It's no big deal. He's complaining about, you know, horrible abdominal pains. But you you know how that kid is. So I go to the pediatrician, and uh, the pediatrician says to my grandfather, 
he needs to be in the emergency room immediately. Like, you don't go wow. home, you go right to the hospital. Now, the hospital happened to be like three or four blocks from my doctor's office, so it was no big whoop. Mm-hmm. So then I go and uh, to the uh, emergency room, I get uh, admitted, and my grandfather had to call my mom and said, Oh, you think your kid's faking it, do you? Mm. Well, he's about to go under, go into surgery wow. in just a matter of minutes because it's that close to bursting. Mm. I've held that one over my parents' head for years. Well, then you're already qualified to head to Villa Las Estrellas on King George Island in Antarctica. No, because I'm uh, tender and fey, and I would not wear, uh, wear well out there. It's <clears> amazing <throat> to me how God put so many organs into our bodies that we don't really need to survive <laughs> the appendix among them. I had my gallbladder out a couple of years ago. Yeah, what were you doing with that thing? Right. Who knows? Apparently, what, what possible reason did you need that thing for? Don't need it. Doing fine without the gallbladder. In fact, I'm thinking that that's my new weight loss plan for 2022. Just have more organs removed from my body that yeah. I don't need. You don't need both kidneys, right? right? Yes. You don't need uh, both adre- uh, adrenal glands. Yep. Uh, I know some people that have like uh, like half a liver, mm-hmm. and they do fantastic. See? Just my point. As long as we're speaking about frozen Antarctica, how about frozen Canada, where a woman is facing charges after she drove her car onto a frozen river? This happened Sunday. Okay. She sped down the ice in her car until the car found a vulnerable spot. She fell through. Cars floating on top of the water among the ice flows there. What does she do? She gets up up on top of the roof of the car and takes selfies of herself. Well, of course. Is there anything in the story which uh, talks about blood alcohol content? She was tested. Test results are inconclusive at this point. Inconclusive. Yes. Are there different standards in Canada? (laughs) Well, of course there are. It's I mean, Canada. You know, I mean, you know, we we have our uh, we have our minimums here in, in uh, sure. the United States. I just don't know what the what the Canadian uh, minimums are. Well, the blood. I mean, the alcohol content of normal beer up there is like twice what it is down here. Oh right? yeah, no, there's a hell of a lot more drinking in Canada because what else do they have to do? That's one of the best things about going to Canada. So she's being mocked for standing on top of her sinking car and taking selfies. While people scrambled to save her life. Well, what would you pr- prefer her to do? Sit in the car while it gets engulfed in water? No, no. you can stand up there. We don't have to take selfies. It's like you're mocking your rescuers at that point, aren't you? I guess. Have you ever heard of the new dating trend called hardballing? No. It's when you play hardball and let the person know exactly what you're looking for. That way, everyone's expectations are in check and there's no confusion. A therapist in Chicago thinks the pandemic might have something to do with hardballing, the latest trend when it comes to dating. The pandemic, according to this therapist in Chicago, has taught people that life is short. So why waste time? Get right down to the business of what you're looking for out of your date. Hard to argue with that. I agree, right? I mean, you know, really, sometimes you want to just cut to the chase rather than just sit there and play games and Try to get them to to guess what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's refreshing, I think. It is kind of refreshing. Uh, there's a new study from the Journal of Neuroscience suggesting that going to bed with the TV on might be messing with your sleep. Now, we were talking about this off air. I had a pretty good night's sleep last night. You, I think, did not. Maybe it's because, did you have your television on when you fell asleep? Do you do that ever? Uh, all the time. Okay. Uh, my wife needs the, the television to uh, to fall asleep, and she oh. sleeps with a fan. 
So I cover myself up. I'm dressed up in a in a, in a parka and mm-hmm. and ski pants, and uh, you know I just put the covers over my ears and and I'm good. Well, wait. She needs the TV and the fan on. Wouldn't the fan be sufficient if it's just she wants some white noise? Some she needs more than white noise. She needs other types of noise as well. Is that the deal? Well, I make my own noises in, uh, right? in my sleep, but sure. uh, that's not enough to put her to sleep. Well, according to this, our brains are constantly scanning for unfamiliar sounds and voices. Even while we're trying to sleep, our brains are working on like that outside stuff going on. Right. And it could cause what's called, I love this phrase, microarousals. I get those all day. <laughs> so, do, so do I. Happens at night a lot for me. It's where you almost wake up. It's not what we're experiencing. Microarousals are where you almost wake up, and it's a disturbance for our sleep. I get microarousals on the on the bus uh, when I'm riding on a train, mm-hmm. and in certain restaurants, depending on how well they cook a steak or, or what the waitress looks like. They think it's our brain's way of letting us know there might be a potential threat nearby. That's why our brains are scanning for other sounds. It could be like a saber-toothed tiger or something like that. About to kill us. Where are you going where you have a threat of saber-toothed tigers? I'm just saying. It's like it, it, it's from, you know, thousands of years ago that that this kicks in. Okay. So. I just didn't know if uh, in Enfield they've got saber-toothed tigers roaming around the streets. I, you know, I'm scared of those things. There was a bear that attacked a, guy, a woman in Florida over the weekend, apparently. Did you see that story? I did see that. And apparently it scratched her to the point where they had to put the bear down, even though the bear had young... Bear children, cubs, and things like that. Oh, come on. Bear's just doing bear things, protecting his young, yeah, our but, young. But in a neighborhood in Florida. So if there could be bears running around a neighborhood in Florida, there could be some sort of horrible animal about to attack me in Enfield, Connecticut, for all I know. <laughs> okay. But, if you must. Bottom line is, don't have the TV on while you're trying to fall asleep. Not good for you, according to the Journal of Neuroscience. The weather today, highs near 30, sun, clouds, gusty winds, and a chance of saber-toothed tigers, depending on where you're located in Western Mass or in Connecticut. I'm Dave Coombs, and I'm filling in for Steve Nick. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 652 and Mountain on Rock 102. Leslie West would have been good at... um, Polar plunges and penguin plunges, I think. Oh, I don't know. I think... Uh, Pretty big guy. Big dude, but yeah. I think his heart would have given out years before it actually did. Uh, uh, highs near 30 today, by the way, with uh, sun and clouds and some gusty winds later today into the afternoon hours. Scott Cohen coming up in uh, just a few minutes. The Amazon Echo Dot is the new radio, and you can listen to Rock 102 by simply saying, Alexa, play Rock 102. If you have an Alexa and now it's playing Rock 102... Uh, because I've just said that, I apologize, but you really should be listening to Rock on 2 anyway. We're giving you a chance to win this futuristic little device by tuning in weekday morning. Starting today, we'll give out a different code word at 7.50 each weekday morning. And all you've got to do is go to rock102.com before noon and enter that code word for your chance to win a new Echo Dot. We'll choose a winner every weekday afternoon. It's code word Alexa, your chance to win a brand new Echo Dot, Echo Dot brought to you by the new Bud uh, light next, 80 calories, zero carbs, uh, which is coming out in February in Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. By the way, Leslie West of Mountain, we just heard Mississippi Queen, born Leslie Weinstein. I didn't know that, just looked it up. 
Just wanted to pass that along. I did an interview uh, a while uh, a while back last uh, last year with uh, Wadi Wachtel. Yes, the uh, the guitar player sure. who, uh, who played with God, he played with everybody. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. He played with uh, Warren Zevon. Mm-hmm. Co-wrote uh, uh, Werewolves of London. Very talented. Yep. Very talented. Very very good. Uh, a good guitar player. Told mm-hmm. a story about how he was. Walking out, he had he lived in one of these buildings, one of these U-shaped buildings in yep. New York, mm-hmm. and he could hear somebody else playing guitar mm-hmm. across the way, and he, right. he just went to the other side of the building, going floor to floor, trying to figure out who the hell was playing guitar. He finds the room, knocks on the door. This guy opens up the door and says, "Are you playing guitar?" He said, "Yeah." He said, uh, "Can I play with you?" The guy was Leslie West. They wow. had a, they had a lifetime uh, of, of friendship. The two of them. Nice. Yeah, kind of a cool story. Hey, have you seen the ads for uh, KFC's new Beyond Chicken product? <sighs> oh, yeah, I did. And what? Oh, yeah. Why? Why that reaction? Are you just you're not buying, or are you re, you're not interested in any of these products? Like the what is it called? The Impossible Whopper. Yeah. yeah the thing is, you know, it's it's all uh, plant based, yes. but it's all chemical based too. Yeah. And the problem is, they're not. <laughs> Any healthier than if you just ordered the chicken. Yeah, it's true. According to a new study from something called Molecular Nutrition, they're giving thumbs down to the new KFC Beyond Chicken product as well. They do have a list of the five best plant-based foods for brain health as you age, by the way. Right. Cocoa is number one. So, chocolate, right? Isn't plant-based cocoa already uh, a thing? I mean, isn't cocoa a plant? Yes, Coffee is on the list as well as Isn't being coffee yes. also made from a bean. Yes, mushrooms and red wine, and then other what's being called polyphenol-rich foods, including apples, green tea, blueberries, and oranges. So, does anyone need plant-based mushrooms? Aren't they already plant-based? Yes, but that's the point from molecular n- nutrition. You, you don't need the engineered Beyond Chicken products or Impossible I mean, Burgers. P- plant-based plant. Food is already out there. You can go to any produce section yes. in America and find the same stuff. Well, maybe you should, according to this study from Jeez. Molecular Nutrition. It's just about 6.57. Scott Cohen coming up in just a few minutes with Bax and Dave Coombs on Rock 102. Bourbon barbecue and... The takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. And look at that. It is 7 a.m. The weather for today highs near 30 with sun and clouds and some gusty winds this afternoon. The weather is brought to you by the Chiropractic Center of Ludlow, your go-to place for DOT physical exams and DOT random drug testing. Learn more at the cdldoc.com. And now... Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Blow with the king of snow. Get an errands at Rocky's. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Listen, I know that a lot of you people don't want to hear this, but in the past 62 years, the Patriots have only won a championship six times. And while that seems like quite a lot of championships, the truth is there have been 56 times where they didn't. Oh, sure. The expectations is the Patriots will find a way to always overcome adversity and pull out another implausible victory. But most of the time, that doesn't happen at all. For example, do you realize that Bill Belichick has lost 156 times as a head coach in the NFL? Sure, he may have won two times that amount, but you certainly can't win them all, and Bill Belichick never has. Yes, the Patriots played like straight-up trash on Saturday night against the Buffalo Bills, and yes, 
There's all sorts of speculation going around earlier last week about Josh Allen's colossal inefficiencies in cold weather. But you know who else sucks in the cold? The New England Patriots. They're terrible when they're on the road in zero-degree windshields. Truth be told, I don't do so well when the weather's that cold either. I whine, I curse, I lose a lot of my great mobility. Put me on the cold and the only thing I want to do is get back in. I don't care what my job entails, whether it's fixing a water main, directing traffic, or stopping the Buffalo Bills from scoring 47 points. If I'm feeling a chill, I'm going inside. The problem is, and you're probably not going to want to hear this either, the Patriots fans have become spoiled. We automatically assume that another championship is on the way. In fact, there have been 56 times when it didn't. Back in my day, we didn't have that sort of expectation of the Patriots. In fact, we had no expectation of the Patriots. And perhaps that's where we need to be for a while. Does that mean the Patriots will never win again? No. Will they ever win again in our lifetime? They might. But why don't we just take some time to lick our wounds, let the team address their many problems, and just relax? Because at the end of the season, there's only going to be one team winning the Super Bowl. And I'm sorry to say, that team is going to be the Green Bay Packers. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Where are you going to pull out all your stuff? You go to Rocky's, you get shelves, storage totes, get yourself organizers. Uh, a stop at Rocky's Ace Hardware is exactly what you need to do. Your first step in decluttering happens at Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7-11. The Bax and Dave Coombs and Rock 102. Highs near 30 today, if we're lucky, with some sun, some clouds, and some gusty winds that will be persisting into the late afternoon. How delighted are we to welcome <laughs> him back from what seems like forever. Yes. Good to talk to Scott Cohen. I'm the only, me and Dave are the only one, healthy ones around here, for crying <laughs> out loud. You, you're right. The, the two oldest people in the room we've are avo- in better shape than the young kids. We've avoided the Rona, man. <laughs> That's yeah. it. And I've got official word about that over the weekend mm-hmm. with the at-home test that I took. We'll get into that next hour. I don't okay. know if you've had experience with that yet or not. I have, yes. Okay. All right. I, I, have. I don't know if uh, you were aware of this, but there was a bunch of football going on this weekend. Uh, you know, it's been so long. I've, I, <laughs> do we really have to talk about it? Well, first of all, congratulations to you because you're, you're kind of the last man standing. Um, um, well, oh, actually, are you Bill fan? Uh, neither. None okay. of the above. Used okay. to be a Rams fan growing up. Don't care anymore. Just like to see great football. Yeah, me too. And there yeah. was just really one of those could over be, the weekend. Could really. be worse. Yeah. You could be doing what this guy does with the uh, the uh, Washington football team. Yeah, I don't. Th- you, know, you know, but the nice thing about that is it's almost like being a Cowboy fan. The pressure's off when the season starts because you know nothing good's going to come of it. I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought up the Cowboy. We didn't we didn't talk about that last hour. We'll get to the Patriots in just a, in just a minute. What a horrible way to end that game. Horrible. Yep. Uh, in uh, with Dallas, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, and and you know Dak Prescott made it worse by then his. I don't know if you saw the comment he I made did. about the fans yep. who were throwing trash and debris at what he thought were the Dallas Cowboys players. Yep. And then somebody in the press conference said, no, no, they were throwing trash at the referees. And he was like, oh, good for them. Yeah. Everybody like laughed and clapped and stuff like that. But not not a good look. Not a that. good look. No, but you know, I'm watching that game and I'm thinking, you know, typical Mike McCarthy butchering of the clock. I mean, yeah, I you mean know. honest to God. You know yeah, from I, I, the Green I, Bay days. First of all, if I'm Jerry Jones, I would have hired everybody else but Mike McCarthy. Yep. Because his clock management skills have been proven themselves time mm. and time again. He makes a, a bunch of boneheaded mistakes at the end of the game. To have Dak Prescott run with seconds left to go when 
they were there was some momentum going on that side of the mm-hmm. ball. Yep. yep. It just it, it it's just you know what a what a stupid stupid way to end the football game. And it was a called play too. It yep. wasn't his decision. No, because he confirmed that it was a called quarterback draw. Yep. from Kellen Moore. So I think one of the things we and we you know uh, we do it. Sports fans do it all the time. You know, the, one of the things we forget is. There's another football team on that field at the same time as the Cowboys. Yep. And San Francisco played great. Uh, they're a they're a, they're a good solid team. I mean, you know, look, there's no there's no uh, uh, shame in in losing to the 49ers. But the thing about the Dallas is, and I said this on Facebook the other day, it's better with them involved in the conversation. Yeah. You know, they're one of those teams, and 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 they've got a really good club. But the fact of the matter is, they spend so much money and put so much time and effort and have such. Great marquee players to get so little to out of it. To get so little out of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Well, I mean, what do you got to? You got to go back years and years and years before the last time they were yeah. successful. That that's just not right. And I'm no big fan of J- Jerry Jones by any stretch of the imagination. But if it if it's possible to feel bad for that guy, Sunday was the day. No, I don't think I've ever felt bad for that guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're in the yeah. worst situation. I'm with you, Bax. And, you know, the thing about Dak Prescott running on a draw plate, just get down on the turf yep. like five seconds earlier. You, you, As a quarterback, you have that internal clock you in your it. head ticking you along, to. just like we do when we know how much time we got to go to the bathroom before we got to get back during a song. Yep. These guys know how much time is left in the game. They do. And, you know, again, you don't, you know, we know we, we don't do this for a living. Mm-hmm. You don't run in the middle of the field right in the final minute of the game you no. run you run to the outside it, it just a dumb mistake all right let's talk about the the patriots here for a second we were talking about it earlier this hour and and or, or last I hour i wasn't listening say. what did you say well you know i my feeling is you know they were totally overplayed and josh allen in spite of what was said last week about him not being good in cold weather yeah, forget well it. either forget is the that. patriots defense right and for all the people who are saying, you know, Bill Belichick should be let go, this, you know, That's, it, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. The fact that they even got there yep. based upon how they ended last season and the speculation of what where they would be this year. Yep. The fact that they even got here, it's been said time and time again, this may have been Bill Belichick's finest coaching year ever. Right. Because he took a team that there's loads of question marks on this team heading into the season and now they're in the playoffs. Yeah, they get blown out and they look completely uncompetitive as if like Dick McPherson came back to life. They look bad. They man. were awful. They were but, awful. I mean the fact that they got this far I yep. think is the thing to to walk away with. They started out they started out poorly. Uh they had a great a great extended middle of the season and then you know then they stumbled down the end. Um I they completely over they completely over overachieved. Sure, they found they found. I mean that uh, J C Jackson. Holy smokes! You're like, where did he come from? Mm-hmm. Um, they spent a lot of money in free agency at the beginning of the year. Some of it paid off. Some of it didn't. Um, you know they're gonna they're gonna make some changes, but the core of this team is there and something and to they build completely on. they blew away expectations. You know we all have short memories. Cowboy fans are going to remember the last play of the game. Um, that's what the whole season's going to be about, which, of course, it's not. Uh, everybody's going to talk about the Buffalo game. That's the, That was the microcosm of the season, you know, which it wasn't. Um, I thought I thought the Patriots had a great year. 
you know, sh- could have, should have, would have, yes, and we get on with our lives. The, the only thing you would have liked to have seen was a more competitive a game. A more competitive and a, game. And, and they were everything but Oh, my God, they just looked. You know, I... Um, uh, I was in I was in the Boston area and where I was uh, they did not have they don't have regular cable so I had to scram children's museum it's a children's museum so I had to scramble and get the peacock um, streaming thing mm-hmm. and stream the game from my computer so you know you, you write the check to get the peacock deal and I'm watch I'm sitting there watching the game and I'm like all right it's 20 to seven I'll you know I'll stick around for the second half boom. Buffalo scores a touchdown, and dude, I was out of there. Uh, you mentioned free agency, some that worked, some that didn't. Let's identify it right up in front. Hunter Henry, big thumbs up, the yep, tight end. Absolutely. Free- Nelson Aguilar. Terrible. Yeah. They Terrible. should have known right away not to draft a wide receiver named Nelson. That's like an, <laughs> an accountant for crying out loud. Right. <laughs> you know, you've, you've got to get you've got to get lucky. You've really got to get lucky with uh, with wide receivers, mm-hmm. um, you know they're they're almost the kind of thing where you can and uh, that you can you know get off somebody's reclamation heap. Mm-hmm. And if you have a good quarterback, that's what makes a good receiver. Yep. Yeah, they the, there were they they had some they had some issues. But again, Nelson Aguilar, you know, is obviously not the microcosm of the year. Right. They they they've just they did as they did the best they could. Belichick did a great job. Mm-hmm. Lot, lot to be uh, excited about next year. It's like, look, we just, you know, give him a break. Give him a break. For all the people that are saying that Bill Belichick should go, um, I, I, I hear that. And I'm thinking, you know, this guy has gotten you uh, six championships. He's taken you to the Super Bowl. Was it ten times, eleven times? Yeah, an extraordinary number of times. Uh, it's, it's not yesterday's news. This guy has the chance to bring this team, this team to a Super Bowl within the next two or three seasons. If, he's going to be coaching until he can no longer stand up. He's going to Bill Belichick is going to coach as long as he wants mm-hmm. to coach. He's not, you know, he's he, never going to get fired. He's never going to get fired. He's going to be the one to decide. I mean, the fact that you even say Bill Belichick and the word fire in the same conversation, it, it's it it it's laughable. No, it's like no, whoever's saying that just just that's a big and no, yeah. no. I mean, no. That, be, that would be like Jerry Jones firing Tom Landry. Like, it's still, yeah. to this day, it's like, that should <laughs> tell you everything you need to know yeah. about Jerry Jones. Hey, listen, everybody has a shelf life, all of us included. Uh, Bill Belichick's uh, shelf life has not uh, run out yet. Yeah, no. there would be telltale signs. If he starts going insane, like, he shows up on the sidelines like with, like, a, a suit. And tie. Yeah, that's like, when you know. Oh, that, yeah, that's yeah. when you know something's up. <laughs> yeah. You know, if if Buffalo plays like they did on Saturday and they go into Kansas City on Sunday, Kansas City could be in, in a in a tough spot. I mean, that's I think that's going to be a great great game and maybe the best of the four remaining. I was I looked at the at the lines um, before I came uh, in the studio and basically. Uh, the and Buffalo b- blew them out in the beginning of the year. Right. Um, that's the game is a, it's a it's a pick 'em. Kansas City's playing at home and it's basically I think they're favored by two points. Which you know who, is, get, who gets is a that wash. going at the Arrowhead? Who gets that a pick 'em? I mean, you would think that you know, no question, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I mean, I would sit there and see a, a two point game for an AFC championship, not in a divisional game. Yeah, Buffalo Buffalo's good. 
And uh, and we didn't mention Tom Brady at all. He was just he was amazing on on Sunday. Absolutely, he still he still got it. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, finally your boy um, Aaron Rodgers finally shut up and stop you know talking about everything but football. So that that'll be a nice breath. Of I, fresh I don't know air. what you're talking about. I know you've talked know nothing but sense about. all season long. But he's in the same category as Belichick when it comes to people criticizing him. They would be nowhere this year, the Packers, if they didn't have Aaron well, Rodgers. Well, let's not be crazy here. Come I mean, that's, on, that's, come a, that's a Jordan top to Love. bottom. That's a top to bottom franchise right there. Jordan Love, please, come on, please. come on now. Come yes, on now. Aaron Rodgers will take uh, <laughs> will take uh, them into the uh, into the championship round without a question. But also. Uh, Cincinnati and Tennessee. I think Tennessee wins that. Although I like Cincinnati, a I lot. like Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a team is is my team now. That's who I'm. Ooh. I'm I'm pulling for Cincinnati. They, Lo- I love Joe Burrow, man. I do too. They just, have, they just have poor helmets. I I, I don't like those helmets. Oh, with see? Those. <laughs> I like the old. I like it. No, no. You got to put like a logo <laughs> or like a bank a cat on there or something. Is no. So it's those... like betting your life savings because you like the because the, the the uniforms are pretty. <laughs> That's I tell you what, Dave. I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to get on that when I when when the microphone goes off. I'll make a call. And when it comes to lo- I mean I love the old school Patriots logo with the center hovered over the ball there and then, but I like the new one as well. So I think they need an upgrade on the Bengals help. Just saying. Uh tonight the uh, the Bruins are uh they are going to be uh retiring Willie O'Ree's jersey yep. number. Yep. Uh it's 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 hard to imagine it's taken this amount of time for that to happen, but I'm glad they're finally after all this time Showing some respect for Willie O'Ree breaking and, the color barrier. At right, hockey. exactly. And a lot, of, you know, hockey fans know all about him. Um, if you don't, you know, go look it up. There's plenty. He was a great, great player. You know, back back in his day, he'll be honored tonight. Very cool. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you guys too. Uh, carry on. All right, we will. Scott Cohen with uh, Bax and Dave Coombs from Laser ninety nine three and Rock one hundred two. Stopping smoke. It's uh, seven twenty five with uh, Bax and Dave Coombs and Laser ninety nine three. It's going to be. Uh, Kind of cold out there today. Mostly cloudy, windy, gusts up to 40 miles an hour. That's why it's going to be so damn cold. It's pretty icy out there, too, so be very, very careful on on uh, on the streets and on uh, parking lots. It is very, very slick. Tonight, clear, low of 13. Wednesday, mostly cloudy, high of 42. It's currently 25 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, treacherous conditions out there, like you were saying, especially for people with knee problems like you and me. Yeah. Uh, we had a little bit of a challenge getting out of the car and into the building today. I just, so. ska- I just skated away my across the uh, the yeah. parking lot. Yeah, it was a little treacherous. Very Dorothy Hamill-like. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, you ever miss uh, a Bax and O'Brien show? No big whoop. You just go to rock102.com or baxandobrien.com and download the daily podcast. It's also available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts. Also, Baxi's enormous record collection podcast is back on Baxi's musical podcast. This week, we're looking at 1984's uh, album uh, by the replacements, Let It Be. Real classic, and you can find that right now on BaxinO'Brien.com. By the way, I was more like Elvis Stoico coming across the parking lot really? this morning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I a couple felt... of triple sow cows in there, which I, I, I just missed on the landing. I felt more like a Dorothy Hamill. Did you? Yeah. All right. Well, Because little... of, of the Bob haircut yeah, I just got. That was popular in 1976. We got news coming up next on Rock 102. How many inches did chicken... It's 7.30 on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. Call now, and you'll receive 40% off installation. Plus, if you mention Rock 102... You get a free shower. Fix your upgrade valued at 500 hours at yankeehome.com. Filling in for Steve Nagel this week is Dave Coombs from Laser 99.3. Hey, you can combine your protection against COVID-19 with the flu shot. 
Very soon, Moderna announcing a combined COVID-19 slash flu shot. It's like a BOGO. Yeah. You buy one, get one free. According to westernmassnews.com, UMass's microbiologist, Dr. Erica Hamilton, said that the CEO of Moderna currently working on this deal there. Hmm. So uh, I, I, you know, I've already gotten the flu shot, and I've gotten the initial Moderna shot. So, I mean, I don't know you know, what good this is going to do me right now, but maybe somebody else who's waiting, you know, to handle everything at once could get this done, right? This is the kind of thing you get when you're worried about, uh, like, needles. You know, it's like if you're afraid of needles, you say, oh, I get a two for one. That's great. I got my flu shot separate from the COVID shots, and I I scheduled my second COVID shot to get the first of the shingles shot, Mm -hmm. but then I was told don't get the the shingles shot at the same time, spread it out. Okay, it down the road. Still want to get it because the last thing I want to do is get shingles. I had the shingles. I agree. I don't, don't get the shingles. I much prefer sighting. And by the way, the uh, shingles shot will give you some discomfort probably for a few days. See, that's what I was told. I was told if, if you know if you get the the booster mm-hmm. and then get the the shingles shot. Man, I'm going to butcher that one of these days. Then uh, you're likely to get to, like just you know hammered. You're going to feel terrible. And I, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't need to feel any more terrible than I have since uh, over the last couple of months. So I said, no, one at a time, please. More health news for you. Holyoke Medical Center in need of blood donations during the nationwide blood shortage. So if you've got some to give, head to Holyoke Medical Center and get her done. You know, I know a guy that donates his blood like every week. Really? Like every week, it goes and, and donates his blood. You can't, you, that's unsafe, isn't it? Don't you need to wait more? Or it's like every month. Okay. It's like, it's like he does it all the time, yes. is what I'm telling you. It's yes. like he's, he's there so often, it, it's like they gave him his own wing. He's <laughs> he's a very heavy bleeder. He bleeds profusely. He's loaded with blood from top to bottom, and he donates it. Because why not? Why wouldn't you donate your blood? Well, it's supposed to be good for your system, too. To like re- It recycles oh, your own platelets. Yeah. You, and you, don't, like a, you don't need all that blood you got inside of you. Right. Yeah, listen, someone else could use it a little bit more than you. My, my stepfather does the same thing. He gives blood on a regular basis and goes in, I think, like your friend there, maybe on a monthly or bi-monthly basis. Yeah, it. it's like I think this guy goes like either every two weeks or every four weeks, but he, he does it all you know, throughout the year, whereas I may do it like once every 15 years, <laughs> and that's probably not uh, such a good thing with the cameras rolling and a rock 102 t-shirt on oh well you got to promote the brand (laughs) sure maple street school in east hampton closing because of a pipe bursting so bear that in mind that's going on if you've got kids there or if you're teaching meantime according to masslive.com there's a guy named joseph kaler who fell through the ice over the weekend in the mystic river and refused help because he was trying to evade police after breaking into a home in Arlington. The 30-year-old man, Joseph Kaler, left through a kitchen window of the house he was robbing mm-hmm. and then drove away in a U-Haul truck. His last known address was Weymouth. He's accused of breaking and entering during the daytime, resisting arrest, and also possessing a Class C substance because, of course, they caught up to him eventually. Apparently, police responded to a home on the Mystic Lake Drive in Arlington for a reported break-in. They saw a man climbing through the kitchen window, and the homeowner said they saw him walk through the yard and into a U-Haul truck parked on the street. Officers quickly located the truck, followed it until it stopped, 
The guy got out of the vehicle, ran from police, while officers arrested his female passenger. Oh, good. Just left her behind, right? Oh, so let me get out safely. Do uh, do you halls have uh, like a low jack system? You know, I don't know. I wouldn't see why they wouldn't. I mean, if you if you were doing something, uh, you know, not on the up and up on a on a U-Haul, mm-hmm. and they track you, yeah. you should be, I mean, it's, you know, you know, it's their property. They should be able to track you. Witnesses in the area saying they told police they saw this guy walking along the banks of the Mystic River and under the bridge of River Street. Officers and their canine companion Ico went under the bridge, noticed fresh footprints on the ice, and located him. He continued to run from officers, by the way, and toward the river. And then when police deployed their canine, Ico, Kaler ran onto the ice. Both the dog and the guy fell through the ice. The canine wasn't able to make contact with the villain. Right. And returned to the officer on the riverbank. Kaler, again, 30 years old, who was able to stand in the water. It wasn't deep enough that he was in under any real danger there. He refused to leave the river. Cops are like, we got you. Where are you going? Yeah, there's nowhere to go but downstream. Come on out. We'll help you. We'll help you. They're throwing him safety lines. He's ref- refusing the help from the officers. Now, it- would you refer to Ico as a chili dog? <laughs> <laughs> Certainly afterwards. Hold on a second. Just, just let that sink in for a minute. Okay. okay, that's good enough. All right, good. Paramedics from the Arlington and Medford fire departments were on the scene. They provided treatment to the 30-year-old criminal mm. for cold exposure. But you co- know, quite a scene that people witnessed there. Yeah, I don't want to go to prison like anybody else. I think I'd be a target. You know, fresh piece of meat like me going to one of those places, forget about it. But, fresh fish, fresh fish. But if it's, a, if it's a choice between going to prison or freezing in the in, in the icy cold waters of medford mm-hmm. think i'd rather go to prison hey i mean you, you know i'm sure i'll have to find my way to you know establish some sort of pecking order uh, you know in the in the tank but i do not want to be exposed to freezing cold water well that's what makes this country great Banks. you've got a choice that you can make every step of the way i know i just but but you know, you know taking a stand against police in a situation like that doesn't make it doesn't make any sense to me being in prison and being then married to the guy with the most cigarettes, yeah, that might be something you have to consider. Either way, if you're if you're a criminal, not good things are not going to happen to you probably. Hey, a poll from StudyFinds.org discovered the average person wastes about two hours a day on mundane things like sitting in traffic, waiting on hold, mm-hmm. and flipping through channels on your television. If you extrapolated out it's 624 wasted hours per year that's the equivalent of 26 wasted days per year but as an eternal optimist i look at i hear a story like that and i say are those moments truly wasted if you're flipping through channels you're looking for something to entertain you you know you have to there's got to be a little bit of effort on your part if you're going someplace and you're stuck in traffic your that is part of the process of getting to your destination. Mm-hmm. What was the other uh, thing? Uh, flipping through channels, waiting on hold. Waiting on hold. At some time, at some point, somebody is going to pick up the phone and say, "I'm sorry to keep you waiting. How may I help you?" Your call is very important to us. I, I have to believe them. I doubt they're going to be that polite when they finally come on the phone. But you're right. There is a payoff sometimes. Yeah. 
And Sometimes. Once, so, sure. I mean, I don't like uh, being on hold uh, any more than anybody else does. But come on, let's uh, let uh, let's there let us find a silver lining in it all. My thirty minutes of surfing on Netflix paid off over the weekend. I found a great series called Afterlife with Richie Ger- Richie Ricky Gervais. Oh yeah, how was that? Very good. Yeah, on Netflix. And again, I, I it took me a while. I wasted mm-hmm. a lot of time, or I invested a lot of time to find something good on Netflix. Afterlife, but, not, but that wasn't a waste, was it? No, because you found something that was uh, totally worth watching. To your point, some of the other time draining activities, according to this study, scrolling through social media. Now that is not a good idea. It's it it, it really never pays. Oh, off. I don't know about that, uh, Dave. I make a lot of friends that way. I get a lot of my uh, I get a lot of my frustrations out by posting things that are uh, you know both uh, obscene and controversial. And sometimes just sitting around and watching TikTok videos is all. I need to say, hey, this has been a very productive day. Waiting for food to be delivered also on the list of ways that you waste time during this study. I usually go pick up the food. Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't usually get the the delivery. Yeah, I'm I'm that way as well. I mean, usually the restaurant you're ordering from is within a short drive of your house. Yep, it's worth just going and getting it yourself. Uh, a 24 year old woman in California. Wanted to get her money's worth recently at an all-you-can-eat sushi buffet. So she indulged in 32 sushi rolls. Had to be rushed to the hospital. Yeah. Stomach pains. Yeah. The diagnosis, acid reflux, which took her several days to recover from. Those all-you-can-eat buffets are very dangerous. Yeah, but that means that she was puke-belching salmon. Oh, God. Oh, raw salmon, too. California rolls, right? Well, you know, I, I love sushi, but I got a limit. 32 sushi rolls. Mm-hmm. Am I crazy, or is that a lot of sushi? That is that is a damn lot of sushi. That's an extraordinary amount of sushi. And it depends on the particular all-you-can-eat su- sushi buffet you're eating from. I mean, some restaurants are okay. Others are like eating gas station sushi, which yeah, well, is never a good idea. That seems like a perfectly plausible thing to eat. But you know, uh, but you know, if I'm gonna go out and order sushi, I think maybe like five would be my limit because mm-hmm. it's usually cut up into like four pieces by yeah. the end of it. Yeah, I think five is probably pushing it, especially since you get the other things along with it. But thirty-two. Think about how many thirty-two is. I mean, that's like 120-something, 180 pieces of, of sushi. Mm-hmm. Nothing, that's a lot of sushi. Nothing good's going to happen as oh a my result God, of no. that, right? Nothing good is going to happen. Uh, the weather for today, highs near 30 with a mixture of sun and clouds and gusty w- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 749 and Deep Purple on Rock 102. Played a soccer game against the guys from Deep Purple years ago when I was at a radio station in Rochester. Uh, Brother Wheeze and I started a radio show there. He's still going, by the way. He was just inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the Broadcasting Hall of Fame, I guess it was. The New York State one? No, the National Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Oh, really? Brother Wheeze, yes, a legend in upstate New York and beyond. And so he and I were playing for WCMF, the rock station at the time, against Deep Purple. And Deep Purple loved to play soccer games on the road. And so Richie Blackmore, and Roger Glover was in the band as well, Richie Blackmore loved to play soccer. He would hire roadies who could play soccer. He didn't care... (laughs) 
He didn't care. Got a bunch of ringers? Yes. He didn't care what their skills were because he liked to set up soccer matches. You know, British dude. He liked to think he was a, a soccer player, kind of like Elton John or Rod Stewart. Right. And so he took it very seriously. We got we got into a charity soccer match, the radio station against Deep Purple, and it came down to a penalty kick from Richie Blackmore, and he missed. Really? And, and we won. And he was yelling and swearing. Oh yeah, and carrying on. He's uh, he's known to be somewhat. I don't know why Pete gets his reputation. He's known as somewhat of a jerk. But that's yeah. Who am I? Who am I to say? Who am I to? Who am I to point fingers? So yeah. So it was just those two guys. Those are the only two guys in the band that played. Correct. Well, there may have been others, and I, I'm I'm looking at the band's. Well, roster like, like Ian right Pace here. or John Lord or Ian Gillen, Steve Morris. I I don't know. Ian Pace, I don't know if any of those guys were on the field or not. Really? I just knew because we were all like, hey, that's Richie Blackmore over there. You know, it was obviously wow. him. So I don't know. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Did you did you you know give him a good you know elbow to the the, 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 the to the neck or anything like that? I, I you, just, you just box him out or what no, do you do? No, just beating him in the game was enough. Oh, how about that? Yes. Yeah. A missed penalty kick. Hey, uh, the Amazon Echo Dot, as you may know, is the brand new radio. You can listen to Rock 102 simply by saying out loud that comes out of your mouth, Alexa, play Rock 102. We're giving you a chance to win this future little, futuristic little device by tuning in weekday mornings. We give out a different code word every day around 7.50 this time every weekday morning through January 28th. And all you have to do is go to rock102.com before noon every day and enter that code word for your chance to win a new Echo Dot. Very, very simple, and we choose a new winner every weekday afternoon. It's Code Word Alexa, your chance to win a new Echo Dot powered by the new Bud Light Next, 80 calories, zero carbs. It's coming out in February. Today's code word, Dave, is the word Echo. Oh, very clever. Yes, Echo is the code word you have until noon today to go to rock102.com and enter it for your chance to win Code word Alexa on Rock 102. All right. Well, don't go to sleep on that. The folks at Sleep Junkie are looking for someone to review their products aimed at helping people get a better night's rest. Now, we talked about this earlier. I forget the story we were covering, but it was all about sleep patterns and how your sleep patterns, I think, can get messed up because you have the television on at night. Right. Don't do that. So the folks at Sleep Junkie are willing to pay 250 bucks an hour. It's about 2000 bucks. Over the course of the job, the position begins February 28th. Applicants must be at least 21 years old, based in the United States, must have excellent writing skills, okay, and have a smartphone that is compatible with applications based in sleep tracking. Sounds pretty simple to me. Yeah, that's simple. You look For 250 bucks an hour? Yeah. I can do that blindfold. I can do that with my eyes closed. I say, I, look, I think we should enter. Listen, I'm always looking for a new side hustle, but mm-hmm. to, to, to make money while I sleep? Yeah. That's I, I Sign me up. And then just write about it and keep track on your smartphone's app. How much do I really have to pour into the writing part of it? Because, you know, that's, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, how exciting do I have to? Yeah, I slept all night long, barely moved. Well, I suppose you could just record all of your thoughts and processes, and just have somebody, have a ghostwriter write for you, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, they'd like to do that. You know? Yeah. And just slide him a couple of bucks for yeah, the ghostwriting skills. Give that guy 20 bucks, he helps me write the damn thing. Yes. And, uh, and, that, and no one's the wiser. Mm-hmm. Sleep, I like that idea. Sleepjunkie.com. It's just about 7.55 with Bax and Dave Coombs from Laser 99.3 on Rock 102. 
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 808 and Ozzy on Rock 102. Now, the National Weather Service say the highs around here will be 28 for the day, but I say be optimistic. Let's say 30 for the highs, sun and clouds and some gusty winds for later on into the afternoon hours. Dave Coombs from Laser 99.3 is here. Uh, let's see. Uh, tomorrow, we'll give you another code word for code word Alexa, and again, you have until noon today to enter the code word, which today is Echo. So, apparently there's a new flu shot going to be combined with the COVID-19 shot. Moderna is working on that right now. And if you're worried about COVID-19 and you need to get a test, you can pick up a test at CVS or Walgreens or any of your local drugstores. If you can find them. I was able to over the weekend and I was surprised on Saturday morning I went in and I was prepared to be disappointed, but Woman said, "Yeah, we got them. I'll sell you two of them." And I guess the, I guess two is your limit. Apparently, right. for these over-the-counter at-home COVID tests. We know the uh, the federal government is usually so good at uh, alleviating all of our fears and trepidations about uh, you know pandemic and public health crises. Mm-hmm. They've always been so good at it. Uh, tomorrow, the federal government launches a website in which you can get free at-home COVID tests sent to you. Uh, it'll take you like seven to 12 days before they arrive, but you'll be able to get your free home kit from the, uh, the government. And again, that starts tomorrow, covidtest.gov. Now, as you know, whenever, uh, the government or like, uh, the state of Massachusetts puts together a website in which mm-hmm. you can sign things up. Oh, so easy to all, use. It's always so smooth yes. and well thought out. So I'm sure that the glut of people looking for their home kits uh, will go online and find it will be just a, like a like a tap dance through the tulips. I'm sure it'll be just simple. Well, you're saying seven to twelve days to get it once you've ordered it, and that's one, yeah, once, that's the problem, right? Once you order it, right. and then uh, you know shipping, you know, may be different depending on what part of the country you're at. Like if you're in Alaska or Hawaii, it might take a little bit more than seven to twelve days, but Rest assured, the federal gov- government has got it all taken care of. Well, it was like the horror shows I was hearing about with the health care, the free, or well, it wasn't free, but the health care you could sign up for that was government-related years ago. Right. And it took you quite a few hoops to jump through online. Because from- it because the website made no sense? Yes. Yeah, you see, that's, that's just the thing, isn't it? Uh, that's, uh, that's just the thing, kind of like, uh, like your stimulus check. Or your uh, your gift card that went pretty smooth too. Yeah, right. yeah. So well, I did get my COVID test <clears throat> with the bottom line there at CVS, and I I was able to get. Well, they offered me two. I'm I was like reasoning with the woman behind the desk. I said, "Well, why would I want two of them? Well, you know, because they're in they're heavy demand. You know, you might want to have an extra one around the house, where you know, for the next time or for when you you know, and like." No, I'm going to test myself once, and that's it. Just give me one of the tests. Uh, ten bucks, by the way. Yeah. Well, you know, I get well, ten bucks actually a de- pretty decent price for him. But I got to tell you, uh, you know, having had it, um, and uh, not knowing at because the first time I took a test, I was negative, mm-hmm. but then I, all of a sudden I was positive, which took another test. Okay. But I also needed another test to figure out whether or not I was then negative again and, and passed it. And these were not at-home tests? These they were, were all at-home tests. Oh, they tests. were. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got we got our hands on some tests, and and uh, and, and we're very lucky to do so. And I know that's a, a lot of people are not uh, so lucky to get them, but we had a few that we've uh, that we've had for a while. We just haven't had uh, – we hadn't been exposed like a lot of other people have or like, you know, definitively exposed. Like, you know, we're in direct contact with someone who's gotten it. 
all of a sudden uh, we are, and then you know the two of us get it. But we had a number of tests so that she could take what she needed, I could take what I needed, and uh, there's also a lot of false positive and false negatives with these things. Well, so you, you, do you do you do you necessarily believe the first result? I would say to know for sure, you take it a second time maybe the following day to know whether or not you're negative or positive. Well, maybe you screwed up the process of the testing because it clear it gives you this very detailed set of instructions. And if you don't follow the instructions to a T, it says every step of the way in these, this could cause a false negative or false positive right. result. So are you sure that you did it properly? Did you follow instructions? Oh, did yeah. No, I did. I did it. Absolutely. I only did it properly because my wife told me how to do it. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Right. So she did it properly and yeah. I just followed along. So you get the Q-tip. You got the little test tube that doubles as a dropper. Is that the same one that you, that you um, had? This is the one that we, I had. We had those, but then we also had another kind where you put it into like a little, uh, it's almost like a little booklet. You put you, you swab yourself, mm -hmm. you stick this thing in, you put a couple of drops of some sort of uh, fluid on the, uh, on the thing, and then mm -hmm. you close it, and then you wait 15 minutes, and then if you got uh, you know, one line, uh, you're good. You got two lines, you're screwed. Right. I had a little, what I don't know, it could be described. You remember those little iPods, the little white iPods that had music on? But this yeah. is a tiny iPod. Oh, like the iPod shuffle. Yes, yeah, exactly right. right. Yeah, yeah. So, and this had a receptacle for you to drop your droplets into with your tainted sample for whatever and then wait 15 minutes to I like see the, i like the fact that you said droplets and taint all in the same sentence <laughs> and i respect that actually well thank you and i like to be as accurate as possible and so yes same thing though then you wait 15 minutes and you see which lines occur in the other window yeah in the ipod shuffle for lack of a better word and they've got one that says c for a line there and another one that says t for that line and it's very confusing to me. The C means control, not yes. COVID. Right. Which I think they should simplify for and people. I thought, in, and I thought T stood for take another test because this one might not be accurate. The, the, the T stands for test. The C stands for control. And if you've got just the control line, you're okay. But if you got both the control line and the test line, that means you have COVID-19. Now, I know that a lot of people... And by people, I mean employers, uh, what have you. Uh, you know, certain people in authority will say, "Well, no, nah, listen. The the home rapid test is not an accurate way of doing it. The only way to really know for sure is to stand in is to sit in your car for three and a half hours, wrapped around the Eastfield Mall, hoping to get swabbed by somebody who may or may not uh, be able to, uh, to to tell you within three days of whether you got it. it you know, the idea." of uh you know being on parker street trying to get into the eastfield mall doesn't seem appealing to me even if it happens to be more accurate you know the the 15 minutes is all i have the attention span for i don't have the attention span to sit in my car another time uh, for hours hoping to get swabbed I, I did that the first time around i did that you know uh, you know last year where i went to the eastfield mall and waited around i waited around forever and now it's gotten worse. So you know, who's got the time? Well, and it's not so much that, Bax. The, the problem that I have is you're entrusting to average individuals an important test result 
from the medical community that probably should be done by the medical community, not by the same person who has a hard time budgeting his own money, where he runs out of money at the end of the month. I mean, this is the kind of guy, and I'm including me in that subset, who probably shouldn't be trusted with the results of something so important. Sure. But that's why you take more than one test home with you. Yeah, but that costs Because if you money. screw it up once, and you know, listen, you're a man. I'm a man. Mm-hmm. We're both a couple of men. Idiots. Both if of it's us, yep. possible to screw up something simple like a test. That's what I'm saying. It would be us. Why, why? I mean, it doesn't matter if we take one or two or three backs. That's my point. We're going to screw it up. That's we're why gonna you take f- extra. We're going to find a way. We're going to screw up more than one. Right, but that's why you take extra, because you know you're going to screw it up the first time. At least now, you don't have to go back to your CVS or Walgreens to grab a home kit. You got them right there in front of you. It's a money-making venture by the <laughs> folks who are cranking these tests Yeah, out. but I, you know, I'm sure the government's got this all under control. Uh, COVIDtest.gov. What could possibly go wrong when it starts up tomorrow? All right, well, you and I ought to go on there just to see, just as a test balloon, to see what the process is like. Yeah, For well, the listeners of Rock 102, we ought to, we ought to go through this process. Well, I don't want to deny anybody the, the chance to have uh, COVID tests uh, you know, delivered to their home. And I'm, and I'm going to, i got to be honest, now that I've had it, I'm very anti-COVID. I don't ever want to get it again, and I don't want to be one of these people that gets it worse the second time around. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, I might just, you know, uh, you know willfully step aside while those of you get onto that website, find yourself uh, bogged down in unsolvable internet internet traffic, only to be waiting there for hours to uh, make your final uh, your final order. And in terms but, of prevention, you still haven't gotten your booster, and neither have I, right? Um, well, see, the thing about it is, I was, as I told you, I. I had to reschedule it a bunch of times mm-hmm. because I have you know, every possible other health calamity going on simultaneously. And I didn't want to miss th- those appointments with those doctors because I was experiencing side effects mm-hmm. from Moderna. I already had side effects the second time around. I'm right. probably likely to get uh, you know nailed uh, with shot number three and feel lousy. So now that I've had COVID, I got to wait 14 days before I can schedule before I can schedule the booster. I'm going to get it. There's no question I'm going to get it. I just, you know, I got to wait, like, I think, like, two or three more days, and then I'm then I'm ready to go. Now, what if in 14 days they say, COVID is done, no more need to get a booster shot? Because at some point, at some point, we hope that word is coming, now, right? I'm, well, yeah, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's going to come anytime soon, and I think, you know, getting the booster for me, I'm going to do it. Okay. If the government says I should get a shot, who am I to deny them? Oh, so you know, who, who, who am I to say no way? Like, like we have a website we'd like you to try. Okay, I'll try it. What could go wrong? All right, let's. We we ought to try that website today, just as a public service Tomo- to the tomorrow. Listeners. Tomorrow is day one. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. don't go. You can go today. Okay. I think you'll find you'll be no more satisfied today <laughs> as you will be tomorrow. Okay. Because I don't think it's going to work. Because it hasn't worked so far. It's uh, eight nineteen with Bax and Dave Coombs from Laser Night. Oh yeah, Bax and O'Brien. Sorry about that. That's all right. It's eight twenty two with uh, Bax and Dave Coombs on Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Uh, we're going to have highs of near thirty today with some gusty winds later this afternoon. A couple of different uh, medical updates here. First of all, from my mom, who's listening at home on her digital device, the Sonos that we got her during the Christmas holidays. Right. And she says, "Good show." She's listening to us, by the way. And she said, "This one, yeah." She's listening to Rock 102 on her Sonos device in Vero Beach, Florida. No kidding. And she heard us earlier talking about um, giving blood 
Right. And I think I mentioned that my stepfather, Captain Matt, has done that. She did confirm that. She said Captain Matt used to give platelets once a week. And when you give platelets, they take it out and then put the blood back in right, so you right. don't actually lose any blood. You're benefiting your whole system. So when we were in college... Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a blood center like right off the Marquette campus. I think I've told this story before. I'll tell it again. I don't mind. Um, yeah, you could donate your plasma. Mm-hmm. I think that's the same thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I don't know. Yeah. You could donate your plasma mm-hmm. and get a load of this. You walk over there, see, and it's literally like a block and a half away from the campus. And you could donate your plasma, and then in exchange for your plasma, they would give a college student fifteen dollars. Bingo. Now go back in time. Oh, yeah. Try to imagine. 1985, 1986, you got $15 in your pocket. May as well be 200 bucks for may, crying out loud. It, it may have been like you struck oil, mm-hmm. like a Jed Clampett and the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> Once you give your, 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 your plasma, your platelets, they tell you, do whatever, you can go about your business, but do not drink alcoholic beverages. Oh, stern warning from those folks. Stern warning from yeah. the blood center. <laughs> do not drink alcoholic beverages. You will not like the way you feel. Uh, you run the risk of getting more inebriated as a result of it, being a few you know, platelets and plasma down. In 1984, 85, 86, as I'm like 19, 20, 21 years old, that doesn't sound to me like a medical warning. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a challenge. Bonus. That's where I take the gloves, <laughs> I drop them to the ground, and say, "Barkeep, line them up." How many blood? How many samples did you give? I got fifteen dollars <laughs> in my pocket, and I'm ready to show who's boss. <laughs> did you do it numerous times? Of course, we yeah. all did it numerous times, Attaboy. and we all failed to ad- to adhere to that warning. Oh, hard to believe. And by the way. With fifteen dollars mm-hmm. down, a few uh, platelets, it was very cost effective. <laughs> you could get stewed for ten bucks and still have five bucks left over to contribute to a bunch of pizza at the end of the night. Awesome, fantastic! So yeah, definitely uh, donate. It's it's good for you. But heed those warnings: no alcoholic beverages. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, medical update number two yes. with regard to my home COVID test. I did post that over the weekend on Facebook. I know you responded to this. Uh, I posted a picture of my device that clearly showed I did not have COVID. Just the one line was visible. I said, hey, good news. I don't have COVID, but I think I might be pregnant. And obviously, a lot of people chimed in. One of them, a few of them were saying, I'll be your agent if you're pregnant. Now, am I missing? Is there some sort of agent? Yeah. Is there some sort of pop culture reference there that I'm missing? Because a few people- I have no idea. Wrote I, that. I, okay. I, I did know that I said it, it, it's not mine. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I don't know what agent means. Okay. What, is that, uh, what I, does that mean? I don't know. I thought maybe I was missing something. No, there, but... I think somebody- uh, It was more than one person you said? Yes. I don't know what that. I don't know what they're getting at. And our friend Stephen Hawk, who listens in frequently, saying, uh, asking me if, if indeed was Bax the father. And you I, wouldn't be able to know this fast- not this quick. And we were very careful here in the oh, studio. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everything is covered in rubber. <laughs> it's just about 8.30 with uh, Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102. It's time for news. Filling in for Steve Nagel this week is Dave Coombs from Laser 99.3. Before you get into anything, I've uh, been corrected. Platelets and plasma are not the same thing. Okay. So I don't know if you get $15 and a stern warning against alcoholic beverages with platelets, but you do with the plasma. I think giving platelets is a little more uncomfortable 
comfortable, from what I understand. I don't know. I'm getting that directly from the uh, the heavy bleeder I was talking about earlier. Good news for those of us living in Hampton County. Gas prices are the lowest in the state of Massachusetts. How about that? An average of $3.24 per gallon, according to AAA's gas prices database. In Springfield specifically, a little bit higher. Instead of three twenty-four, three twenty-six a mm. gallon. I mean, I'm really starting to feel the uh, the alleviation of these prices. See, and in Worcester County, three thirty-five a gallon. So we're ten cents cheaper than Worcester County here in Hampden County. In Suffolk County, prices averaging about three fifty. In Boston, specifically, a little higher. Gas prices, as usual, in the state of Massachusetts, are highest on Cape Cod. With an average of four dollars and eleven cents per gallon in Dukes County and three forty-two in Barnstable County. Jesus, can you imagine? Things are getting crazy. Four dollars a gallon. You know, in California, it's like they're they're paying like seven dollars a gallon. Yeah, right. Which I, you know, I mean, I'll complain till I'm blue in the face for what I'm paying now. But it's like, man, can you? I, it's, you know, at times where like gas prices have gotten high, there's mm-hmm. always the discussion. You know, what's the tipping point? for you to change your behavior as a, as a driver. And and my feeling is if you really enjoy driving enough, you'll pay what it takes yep. to take the car. You're not going to resort to public transportation or you're not going to ride your bike or walk. I mean, I wouldn't do any of that stuff. I'd almost rather bite the bullet and pay the price than have to impose on myself to use physical activity to get to my destination. Or would you get a plug-in car at some point? I got nowhere to plug it. Well, you'd have to be all in on the whole process. Obviously, I mean, we don't have a we don't have a plugging station well, here at the radio station. Well, you'd have to you have to have your own at, at your house. Yeah, I don't have that either. And then identify where your spots would be to fill up on energy then, elsewhere. Where the hell am I going to find an electrician this time of year <laughs> during a pandemic? Well, yeah, where, where are you going to find that guy? Might pay dividends over the long haul. Max. More, you're more likely to find a unicorn with a few bags of cash around his feet. That's that's you know, you're more likely to find that than you would uh, have an electrician who's able to come to your house this afternoon to put in a plug for your Tesla. National averages national averages for a gallon of gas three thirty one. Again, in the state of Massachusetts, three thirty-six, but in Hampton County, three twenty-four. So we got it going, working, working for us here. Uh, in other news, you know, we had a big winter storm. Well, sort of a winter storm on Martin Luther King Day yesterday. Portions of the state shut down. We had some power outages, and according to the Massachusetts Department of Transportation, they had to implement a forty-mile-per-hour speed restriction on the Mass Pike. From the New York border to Wilbraham yesterday. Yeah, they do that. They do that from time to time. Did you do any driving out and about yesterday or not? No, I didn't. I I never left the house. I never. I, I don't even think I walked outside. I think I let the dog out, and that was about as much as I did. I was coming back from Boston, where I spent the weekend watching football with my buddy and his and his and his family. And uh, by the time I was coming back from Boston in the middle of the day yesterday, no effect. Airlines though canceled more than sixteen hundred U.S. flights Monday. As the winter storm hit the East Coast on Martin Luther King Day, the cancellations following another 3,300 flight cancellations from over the weekend. And this came after several weeks in a row of significant flight schedule shakeups due to winter weather and staff shortages because of COVID-19. So for anybody who had been flying or was attempting to fly on Martin Luther King's Day, you may have had some problems yesterday. Who knows? 
Meantime, in Westfield, after a year off due to COVID-19, the Amelia Park Penguin Plunge Fundraiser oh. will be returning January 29th. Thank God. This for the benefit of the Amelia Park Children's Museum in celebration of the museum's 25th anniversary. Participants will wade or swim through the frigid waters of Hampton Ponds in order to raise funds for the Amelia Park Children's Museum. Mm, everything about that sounds so unappealing. Nothing wrong with Amelia Park. Amelia Park is awesome. But nothing sounds appealing about dumping you know, dump it into water right now. I agree. I think I'll just give some money to the Children's Museum rather than... <laughs> you know, I, I saw something the other day, last week maybe, about uh, the, 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 the physical benefits of taking cold showers. Now, I, I, you know, it, apparently it's supposed to kind of you know, rejuvenate the system and it's supposed to be really, really good for you. I don't. I don't need to be rejuvenated that badly, or I'm going to jump in the shower and take a cold one. I. I want a. I want one with searing hot water that's ripping through my flesh because it's so hot. I'm with you, Paul Newman, the famous actor who's become more famous for salad dressing and other food items. He used to dump a bucket of ice into his bathroom sink, fill it with water, yeah, and then dunk his face in there for ten to twenty seconds at a time. Yeah, no, he claimed. That, that helped his youthful complexion and, and his great skin. And, and what happened to Paul Newman? Well, he died. He Newman. died. Yeah, but late in life. I mean, he lived a good life, Paul Newman. It wasn't because of the ice water he was dunking his face into. It, it was Betty White taking uh, cold showers? Was she dumping her head in, in, a, in a bucket of cold water? We I don't think so. We don't know she wasn't. But we don't know that she was. <laughs> More news from Westfield. Again, that was from the Amelia Park Children's Museum in Westfield. Now... The new Friendlies going up on East Main Street in Westfield being built to revitalize the Friendlies brand, which has been struggling, of course. When it opens next month, it won't be a traditional restaurant with traditional wait staff. Instead, folks mm. will order at the counter or from their table using their phones and then runners instead of waiters. And I've never seen anybody run while working at a friendly. Well, I think, I, I've seen them yeah. shuffle slowly. I've seen them move at a snail's pace, but I've never seen anybody actually run. Well, like think, like Jesse Owens was never going to work at uh, at a friendly's. I think they're using the word runners in a colloquial fashion. They would they mean, have to. Usain Bolt is not going to be working at a friendly's. No, but these runners will be bringing your food to you as quickly as possible. <laughs> sure they will. There will also be four designated spots for third-party delivery and pickup as well. Mm. See, uh, let me uh, explain, Dave, because this is, I don't think uh, you've been a part of these discussions. It's always been my contention that if you wanted to go someplace to burn off a few hours, mm -hmm. a quick lunch at a Friendly's is a great place to go if you want to stick around a place for six or seven hours. Hey, it may be quick now with this new design. No, you're not buying it. No, I'm not. Well, you're such a skeptic. Why don't you try skeptic. it? Because Dave, I've I I have been there. I have done it. <laughs> I've gone through the process of friendlies, not once but dozens of times, and it's always kind of the same thing. Maybe they're a little bit faster with this time, but the next time it's back to the slow stuff, and they're always trying to address these service issues that have existed at friendlies. For my entire life. I've had the same experience, but they're vowing that this will be a change, a clean I've, break. But I've heard that. We've all heard this time and time again.
like a hundred times. We've heard, we're going to address the service problems at Friendly's. Oh, really? How long is that going to last? Mm. Well, I will say this. The look of the Friendly's is changing. So maybe if it looks different on the outside, it's going to be different on the inside as well. There'll now be a flat roof without the traditional Friendly's cupola. Shh. And there will be branding themselves as the Friendly's Cafe. Yes. Okay. Sir. So there you go. Give it a try. I'm not you- holding my I'm not holding my breath. And listen, I, uh, I I this is not to badmouth them. It just it's just been my experience. And you know when I was a, a young boy in high school, you know, after like the movies, mm-hmm. we'd go to Friendlies because that was the only place open and we'd sure. go to Friendlies and we'd, we'd have our ice cream and the problems existed then and they've existed time and time again. I don't know what it is about a friendlies, but it's always seemed to have been the same issues. Dog in that place for it's never been about the food. The food is fine. I got mm-hmm. no problem with the food. Eat the ice cream mm-hmm. without any uh, without any problems whatsoever. Give me a jubilee, jubilee roll, which they took away from us, and I'd be perfectly fine. But put me in the restaurant. Mm, I don't know. A good fribble is worth waiting for. As is a frenzy. I like a frenzy. A frenzy. I, I like a fribble. I like a fishamajig. But. <laughs> I'm not willing to wait two hours for it. Hey, look, I'm willing. I'm pulling for our local institution. Here. I I'm, get I'm it. hoping I... that this will change things. I hope you're right, and I hope they can prove me wrong. I've been more than willing to sit here and apologize for everything I've ever said. But my Jim Dandy Sunday comes an hour and a half after I've ordered it, and then the bill comes 37 uh, days after that, I'm going to have a problem. Max, you and I are going to the new... Friendly's on East Main Street in Westfield when it opens next month, and we're going to give it a shot. Come uh-huh. on, man. Come All on. Right. All right. I'll have to clear out my schedule. <laughs> Story number three from Westfield. The Westfield Police Department is bringing back its Citizen Police Academy to give city residents a glimpse into police work and kind of get one-on-one with some of the officers doing their vital work. It's a three-year hiatus from the last time they offered this service. Due in part to the pandemic, the classes are free and will take place Tuesday evenings from 6 to 9 and will run through April 12th. According to the Westfield Police Department, if you're interested, you can reach out directly to Officer Hall at e.hall at cityofwestfield.org. There's a limit of 15 slots for the class due to COVID-19. Okay. Another thing we should try. And have you heard of the new dating trend called hardballing? No, but it sounds painful. It's when you play hardball, so to speak, and let the person know exactly what you're looking for instead of beating around the bush. That way, everyone's expectations are in check and there's no confusion. According to a therapist in Chicago, she thinks the pandemic might have something to do with hardballing because the pandemic has taught people that Life is short, so yeah. why waste time? But the uh, the success or failure of this is predicated on the idea that you know what you want. Because most people don't know what they want. They think they know what they want, but they really don't know what they want. And they wind up settling for something that they are wholly unsatisfied with, even though it's what they wanted. Well, look, you got to know, know what you want before signing up for the, before signing up for this. Yeah. And, and put an accurate photograph of yourself up there for crying out loud. I've experienced that before. Not well, you, you put a fake uh, picture up <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> they put a fake picture up. Yep. Next thing you know, it's a Quasimodo in a dress. Yes. 
Not a good look. How 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 off was the picture? Um, I I would say Quasimodo's a little extreme, but I don't know. Maybe Shrek. Shrek. Yeah. With a green hue. Yeah. Really. And a number of years of difference. In well, other words, you know, in other words, the picture was maybe, and I'm being kind here, maybe ten years old. All right, but most of my good pictures are a few years older too. I mean, if I, you know, not that I'm, you know, I'm very happily married, but if I, uh, if I were for whatever reason, you know, on the circuit again, I'd want to, I'd want to represent myself in the best way possible. And a, and a, and a, 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 a recent photograph I ain't going to cut it. Well, you got to be accurate because look, how far are you going when you're lying right from the get go? You put the photographs up there, no matter which side you're on, you get to that first meeting in person, oh, and Dave. it's obvious that you're not the person, or she's not the person, or he's not the person in the photograph. You're starting off with a lie right you, away. You know that the best uh, young budding relationships are built on the best forms of lying. You know that. <laughs> I, I do. That's what we do. Sadly, I do. Yeah. Yes, you don't want anyone to to know what you're really all about. Otherwise, you date you'd be virtually undateable. See, I'm so bad at discerning the truth in almost any way, in almost any situation. That <laughs> I need that advantage of the truth telling right up front, or else I'm screwed. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, of course, of course. There's a new study from the Journal of Neuroscience that suggests going to bed with the TV on is messing with your sleep. So we had the story last hour about uh, sleepjunkie.com offering 250 bucks an hour for you to study your own sleep habits and I get do paid for it. So according to this study, going to bed with the TV on is messing with your sleep because your brain is constantly scanning for unfamiliar sounds and voices. It goes back centuries or more, well, thousands of years, right. eons, epochs, whatever the larger of those is, when your brain signaled you that there might be potential threats lurking nearby. See, I, I'm i so sleep deprived that if it takes me more than like 15 minutes to fall asleep, I'm having a bad night. It's, mm -hmm. it's and, and, and it's ridiculous. I don't even think that way. But you know, my wife goes to bed with the TV on, with a timer. Mm -hmm. She won't let it you know, go on all night long. Okay. Uh, so she'll put the timer on. It'll turn off after like an hour or half hour, whatever she sets it at. But then she also has a fan going on in the room, the, the, the white noise she needs, mm -hmm. the fan. And she's a hot sleeper. So uh, the fan cools her down. Gotcha. Now, if, if I'm trying to sleep, um, you know, first of all, I'm... I'm wearing a CPAP, so that's uh, you know, that's already very relaxing. <laughs> You've got your own noise I going already, on. I've already got that. Yep. I, you know, I got my ear to the to the pillow, and I put the blanket over my other ear, so I I can drown out most of the noise in the room. <laughs> so she's got the noise of a CPAP machine on top of the noise from a fan, on top of the noise from a television and at the same time. Leaps like a baby. Wow! And we got an eighty-pound dog in the bed. So go figure that. Sheer bliss. And when he's dreaming, of course, he's, you know, running and whining and, mm -hmm. you know, yelping while he sleeps. Always comfortable at, at the, in the Baxendale house. you got a lot of distractions going oh, on. Oh, yeah, we do. Hey, if you're into adventure, you can move to Antarctica, but you'll have to give up your appendix to do it. According to the folks at Villa Las Estrellas which is one of two civilian settlements. Is that a resort? Is there like a like a, like beachfront property? Far or from it. It's is like, there, is there a luau? Buried in snow for almost the entire year. 
It's King George Island, which is a frozen paradise, if that's what you want. And if you want to move there, you've got to leave your appendix behind. That's right. An appendectomy is one of the prerequisites for moving to Villa Las Estrellas on Antarctica. Um, this is because the nearest hospital is 625 miles away, and having an appendix apparently can complicate matters. So it's not just just because your your appendix doesn't work properly? Right. No. Everyone, whether you have a perfectly functioning appendix or not, hmm. got to get rid of it if you're going to move to Villa Las Estrellas. Yeah, you know, uh, in some areas of Antarctica, it's as, as much as 36 degrees today. Really? Yeah, it's a little a little toasty. I mean, there are some that are colder, but you know, for the most part, it's uh, it's very seasonable. All right, it doesn't sound nearly as bad as you think. Well, there you go. And you, and you already you already have gotten an appendectomy, so you're qualified yes, to go. I'm, I'm fine. I, I would I would fare very well in the coldest place on earth. Well. And I'd have to get the appendectomy if I wanted to go. I've I've had my ball uh, gallbladder removed. Yeah, you, you had your ball my, my removed. Ball, my ball gladder really? was taken out a couple of years ago. I'd be, I'd be gladder if they're bringing poking around with the ball. I can tell you that. That's my weight loss program, by the way. Getting more <laughs> organs taken out in 2022. Looking forward to that. Uh, the weather for today: highs near 30, with sun and clouds and gusty winds coming in for later this afternoon. I'm Dave Coombs filling in for Steve Nagel, and that's news to me on Rock 102. Holiday bills starting to roll in? Don't get overwhelmed. The counselors at Cambridge Credit Counseling are here to answer your questions, and there's no obligation. Just call 1-800-102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 853 and the Foo Fighters in Rock 102. Their frontman Dave Grohl has his book out, The Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music. My buddy George apparently got it for a Christmas gift and loves it, loves the book with the Dave Grohl. My son hates Dave Grohl. My son is a grown man. He's 35. What do they hate about Dave Grohl? He, he likes the music of Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters, but he, but he thinks he's under the impression that Dave Grohl is a nasty human being who treats people poorly. I, I don't have any proof of that. I have no way of knowing. Hey, I don't know if you have any nah, knowledge of that or whatever. But Seems like a perfectly likable fella. Seems to me, too. But uh, the one thing I do know about Dave Grohl is I don't believe you can have a rock documentary without including Dave Grohl in it. <laughs> Right, I think you have to. I think by law he has to be included in it, even if it's a if he's talking about music he knows nothing about. Mm-hmm. That's just a a natural thing. Hey, events are uh, are still going on, as you know. Yeah, you know, there's a pandemic, but there's still loads of fun uh, out there at the Big E this weekend. It's the Auto Parts Swap. Uh, don't miss the Auto Parts Swap and Sell at the Big E this weekend, uh, January 22nd and 23rd from uh, eight to four. Uh, I happen to have a four pack of tickets to uh to the uh the auto uh swap and sell they can be yours 10th caller 293-1021 those tickets can be yours uh big events coming up at the big e it's uh 855 with Bax and dave coombs from laser 99.3 and rock 102 the amazon echo dot is the new radio and you can listen